Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we focus on a specific astrological topic or subject. And today we're going to discuss the energies of Ceres, including her annual retrograde that just began on February 3rd at 7 degrees of Libra. We're going to discuss what these energies are about, the archetypes that they are associated with, and how you can stay aware of what may be coming up for you as Ceres is retrograde in your chart. And I will go over those dates as well as the important energies associated with this retrograde phase. Ceres is a dwarf planet located between Mars and Jupiter in the asteroid belt. And she is important for how she is the goddess of agriculture, of fertility, and she is also the goddess of how we connect with our own experiences of separation and disconnection. Ceres is also connected to a grieving process where we maintain our own stability and sense of sovereignty while we move through cycles that are much bigger than us. Ceres returns us to a focus on how to take care of ourselves, how to nurture our own internal world, how to be aware of of what is still good around you, what is still flourishing, blossoming, and growing, how to maintain and stabilize yourself, even if you're feeling a disconnection of some sort. And this is especially true during her retrograde phase. And that's what we're going to be looking at in this podcast episode. Now, Ceres entered Libra back on December 18th, 2022, traveled to seven degrees of Libra, where she stationed retrograde on February 3rd, and she will stay retrograde until May 6th. And May 6th is when she will station direct at 23 degrees, 49 minutes of Virgo. So this means that Ceres is maneuvering back into Virgo and she will be moving in your chart between 7 degrees of Libra back to 23 degrees of Virgo, revisiting some energies here that you're meant to connect with. And we're going to discuss these themes even more because I feel like there is something important to understand about this particular retrograde phase. Every retrograde is when we are invited to take the energies into an internal place, to sit with them more intentionally, to be more aware of what we're feeling or what's coming up, to be more aware of where our mind is going, especially in these energies where Ceres has been in the first decan of Libra. And this is where we begin to share our energies with others. That's always a signature of Libra, is how we connect and interact, how we cooperate and collaborate. The other part of Libra is actually how we disagree, how we're not on the same page with others, how we are 
seeing things from a very different point of view. And there is difficulty in finding common ground. And this is why Libra is associated with negotiation and diplomacy, because Libra is where we look for how to find win-win situations. We seek out a better solution or outcome. We look at how compromise can be an asset. But when Ceres is retrograde in Libra, she's reviewing these parts of herself and she is even looking at where she has abandoned part of herself for the sake of a relationship or a connection where she hasn't been fully in her power or understood what she really needs. Then Ceres retrogrades and re-enters Virgo on March 22nd, that's where she's still retrograde, moving back in to Virgo, and she will stay in Virgo until June 21st. So I found it fascinating that she re-enters Virgo March 22nd, which is right around the Aries equinox. Then she stations direct May 6th at 23 degrees, 49 minutes of Virgo, she moves direct and then re-enters Libra June 21st around the solstice, the Cancer solstice energy. So there is a cycle here of the seasons that's also particularly highlighted and is also one of Ceres's domain since she's associated with food, agriculture, what we're growing, how we're harvesting, what is coming up within us that needs our tender loving care, that needs diligence, that needs to be nurtured regularly and taken care of. And so as she retrogrades in Libra, she retracts her energy from others and goes into those Virgo energies of self-sufficiency and ensuring that what she is truly focusing on is what she wants to harvest. Virgo is the energy of the mind and the body working in a beautiful synergy, developing a harmony between what we focus on and what we move towards, where we want to see the fruits of our labor, where we want to see something come to fruition because we have applied time, energy, and effort to make it real, to harvest it. And so there is an energy shift here where this Ceres retrograde can show you where you have been have been disconnected from parts of yourself in connections, this is the Libra focus, and where it is necessary to pull back your energy and look at what you need to tend to and take care of within yourself. And the Virgo archetypes are heavily associated with Ceres. And this is because of the responsibility that is connected to these energies, as well as the focus on being of service. What can I create that will benefit others? What is something that will have a purpose and be useful? How can I tend to my crops? And keep in mind that crops can simply be a term applied to anything you have in front of you on a daily basis and bring you to a focal point of what is important to you, what you are nourishing because it's good for you, and to ensure that you're not leaving that behind in the energies of Libra. 
Now keep in mind that the astrological wheel is a full circle of energy. It's a progression of consciousness. And so as the planets and asteroids and dwarf planets move between different astrological signs, they're made to take the best of that sign with them into the next sign. And so there is a progression of energy here that we are intentionally focusing on so that we are not leaving behind what we need need for the sake of others. Now, Ceres is an important archetypal energy to understand because she is equivalent to the Greek counterpart Demeter. And Demeter is the mother of Persephone. Now, Persephone was kidnapped by Hades and brought into the underworld, brought down deep into the darkness of Hades' lair and was kidnapped against her will. Hades fell in love with her beauty, her light, her essence, and wanted her energy in his underworld. And so Hades kidnapped Persephone And Persephone had to learn how to survive in this whole new energy, in this darkness and the dungeon of the underworld, how to prosper while maintaining her light, maintaining her essence, and understanding the truth of who she is without sacrificing her light for another. And it was through the kidnapping of Persephone that her mother Demeter, or in this case, Ceres, had to negotiate with Hades, which we know in astrology is associated with Pluto, had to negotiate to get her daughter back, had to find a way to bring her daughter home, back up to the light, back up to the surface of the earth, which was her home. So we have this very interesting archetypal dance where the energy of Ceres is connected to not only agriculture, nurturing, and the energies of the earth, but how we deal with what's going on underneath the surface and the energies of separation, disconnection, grief, the loss of what we love and how to maintain our own stability and understand that there's certain things we are never in control of. There's certain things that we can never fully be in control of, yet we have expectations of ourselves that we are in control of it. And so this brings up as well the dynamic between parent and child, in this case, mother and daughter. And it can trigger some of the mother wound energies around loss, around losing a child or losing a daughter. And this could be through something very painful, of course. This could be through an actual death or physical loss. This can be through a protracted separation. This can be through estrangement. This can be through some type of family divorce or family separation and what that can stir up that we're not always conscious of. So the energy of Ceres, this dwarf planet, holds a lot of symbology around how we maintain our livelihood and our life force, even amongst feelings of separation, grief, and loss. Now in the mythology, Ceres negotiates with Hades and her daughter Persephone is returned to the surface of the earth 
at springtime. And because Ceres is about fertility and abundance and blossoming, we connect this to the season of spring when we start to see the flowers bloom, when there is new life, when there are animals giving birth. There's an association here with Persephone returning to the surface of the earth and that bringing about new fertility and new blessings to agriculture, to what is going to be harvested, and what is ready to be fully grown. But part of the deal with Hades was that Persephone had to return back to the underworld for half of the year. And so Persephone comes back to the surface where her mother, Ceres, rejoices, is so happy to have her daughter back, to be in touch with her, to see her, to take care of her. But then her daughter must return back into Hades' domain in the fall. And that's connected with when the seasons change, when the leaves fall from the tree after the harvest has been experienced and when a new cycle must end so that a fresh cycle can begin six months later. So Ceres is about how we handle these experiences of loss and separation, how we honor a grieving process or what we're truly feeling. And she's also focused on the practical matters at hand. So while she has a lot happening within her, she tends to what she can control. Ceres is about how you can continually control your own energy, your own thoughts, your own intentions and what you're focused on, even while there are difficult things unfolding, even while there are things happening that stir up more within you, that are emotionally charged or difficult to maneuver through. Ceres reminds us of the importance of nourishing our own energy, focusing on our own sovereignty, and how to remain caring even when there are many reasons not to, even when you're going through something that is difficult or hard, as Ceres did with losing her daughter for half the year, she wasn't going to sacrifice her ability to be kind or caring. She wasn't going to allow that to intrude on what she needed to take care of. And so this is a demonstration of being in your powerful energy, again, maintaining your sovereignty and being very clear in your choices when things are happening around you that could certainly pull you by the ankle and grab you down into the underworld. Ceres reminds us, Focus on the simple things. Focus on what your energy needs. Focus on what is important to you today so that you're aware of that and you can infuse that in your energy to continue to give you a sense of purpose without sacrificing yourself for others. So this is an archetypal energy connected with parenting, how you parent, how you know that your child is a separate being on their own journey, on their own path, that there are things as parents we can't control, even though we desire to protect our kids, we want them to be safe, we want them to have good experiences, but there's things that come up in life that we only have 
have so much control over, such as perhaps your child having a difficult time at school, where perhaps they are moving through a trying issue with a teacher or they're experiencing bullying, or there's things going on with their friends. There's things in life that remind us of the separation between parent and child. There's also things that remind us that it's essentially their own experience. And how do we maintain that place of safety and love within ourselves so that we can then offer that to our child or to our children regardless of what they're going through. So if they're having a hard time at school or a hard time at work, they can still come back to the safety of a nurturing environment and feel supported, regather their strength, and perhaps know that they're not truly alone in this experience. The energies of Ceres can bring up any children you've lost or a child you've lost. It can bring up some very deep feelings around what you've had to surrender or give up that you felt wasn't fair, that you didn't choose, but the circumstances required it or something happened in your life that meant this was truly the best choice, even if it was a hard choice, even when it was difficult, even when it was something that didn't feel good in the moment. Saris returns us to what can you focus on in your environment that's good for you, that nurtures you while moving through some of these more trying situations. It's a practical energy and it also is about how we support ourselves while we move through situations that are significant. Now, again, Ceres in Libra is about how we connect with others without giving up what we need, without diminishing who we are so that you can show up in those connections, be it friendships, partnerships, people you work with, and understand what is important to you What is nurturing for you in a way that's good for your energy and the right connections will support that. The right connections are going to honor what you need. This can be as simple as your food choices. Uh, If you are vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, or anything that you require to take care of yourself, the right people will always support that in your life. Support your choices. Support what it means to take care of you. So this is where Ceres retrograde in Libra is giving us some opportunities here to check in with how those dynamics are working for you and what is not working, what is not in balance. Are there areas where you're giving a lot and you're not receiving in return? Is this bringing up a sense of overgiving, overdoing? Do you feel like perhaps you're trying to fill in the void in a connection or you're trying to give, give, give so that the other person will start to give or participate or show up in a different way? So this is where we can sit with relationship dynamics and check in with yourself. Check in with how you're really feeling at a deeper level of your being. So this is not a mental check-in. This is not checking in with what you are only seeing 
or perceiving mentally, logically, or rationally. This is checking in with how you're really feeling about it, even if that doesn't make sense. If there's something here that you feel is out of balance, if there's something here that you're not sensing is truly supporting you, it doesn't have that equilibrium because you don't feel that equilibrium within yourself, then there could be things here that you're meant to understand that I feel that Saris is connecting us to our own ability to maintain our sovereignty and to assess what relationships are asking too much of you. What partnerships, what connections, again, anything in the Libra domain, the Libra themes are where these energies are highlighted. What is being asked of you or conversely, How are you unconsciously animating various relationship patterns or dynamics that aren't really who you are anymore? It's just part of your old programming. It's like the default. It's your own factory reset button where you're like, oh, I just keep doing this. Why do I keep doing this? I don't even like this that I do this. I don't want to keep doing this. There could be something here for you to see in yourself where you're understanding, wow, I just gave up my sovereignty or wow, I'm really not standing in my power or standing in my needs in the way that I want to be. So there can be a healthy realignment here, a healthy adjustment of what is really necessary for you that only you know about. Then as Ceres re-enters Virgo, March 22nd, still retrograde, re-enters Virgo, she drops down into that Virgo energy, as I mentioned, of the mind-body connection, where we check in with more of what naturally energizes us and where we are practicing self-care in all forms. So not simply what you eat or how you exercise, but your overall lifestyle, your overall healthy habits, including how much sleep you get, how you trust your body consciousness, where your energy rises, where your energy sinks. It's checking in with what is really happening within you and how to make improvements. Virgo is where we tune up our energy. Just as you take your vehicle in for a tune-up, Virgo is where we take our energy in for a tune-up to look at what can be improved, what's not working, what could be more efficient, what is not paying off at all. So there's choices to be made. And Ceres in Virgo, an earth sign, really supports the practical application of our self-care and what we want to put energy into because it really is a part of you. It's genuine. It's authentic. It's understanding this is how I am taking care of my own process and honoring my own needs. Ceres is a simple energy, similar to Virgo, where something works or it doesn't. There's a sense of how can this be practical, organic, and wholesome. Those would be key words associated with Ceres. And it also brings our attention back to what within our body needs more support, needs more attention. 
I'm feeling too like there could be parts of the body where you have grief that's trapped. You have emotions that have been locked in or haven't fully been processed. And with the Saris retrograde phase, we have the opportunity to release that or to understand it. Of course, this might not apply to you, but because Saris is about a grieving process due to separation, due to loss, there can be things coming up in your subconscious or unconscious that you can feel you're still working through. And these energies don't have a timeline. They're not on the calendar. And so you could look back and say, oh, that happened to me 15 years ago. Why is it still bothering me? Why is it still coming up? Well, if you haven't fully processed it, if you haven't fully flushed it out and moved it through, it could still be something very big in your energy. There's also something to be said about respecting grief, respecting the process of loss, and that as humans, we are made to move through loss. It's just part of our reality on this planet. There are things that we lose regularly. There are things that we have to disconnect from because they're no longer good for us. There's a grieving process associated with various areas of our lives, and that isn't always something that modern culture on or that modern culture acknowledges so we can struggle to acknowledge it in ourselves. But with the Saris retrograde, there might be more here coming up that you could feel ready to understand or look at. And even if that might be overwhelming at first, or it could be something that feels really big and very inconvenient because truthfully, grief can feel wildly inconvenient in our productive, everyday, go, go, go environments. It can feel like we're removing ourselves from what needs to happen. But grief is such a normal part of our experience that the more we work with it, we flow with it, the more we honor it. We honor the beautiful messages that come up as well as the wisdom that comes through. So I feel like this Saris retrograde, again, it's February 3rd until May 6th. There's something here to just tune into and allow in yourself. Honor it in your body. Allow it to be whatever it means to you, whatever it is to you. And know that these are often things that we don't always discuss. We don't always talk about what we have been letting go of. We don't talk about our own grief navigation process or the losses we've experienced at times. So there's a privacy here especially in Virgo, where maybe there's things you don't want to put out there or share with everyone that you know, but there's something here that reminds you how we are built to manage all these emotions and all these experiences. And just as Saris had to deal with the loss of her daughter for half a year, She had to then find a way to stay in her sovereign power, to focus on what she could manage, what she could focus on. And so that's why she's associated with agriculture and the harvest. She's focused on earthly matters and where she could put her time, energy, and intention into things that would have a physical manifestation because that was validating to her experience. That showed her what did pay off and what she could manifest within her own power. And keep in mind that Saris can also be where you need support. 
where you could be in a natural role to support others, but each of us needs support in some capacity, whether that is emotional, physical, professional, financial, spiritual, all the above. And because we are social beings, we are made to interact with one another. So this could be something where you're seeing where you need more support in your life and what kind of support would be best for you. So the Ceres retrograde can show that to you, can reveal what you need that helps you maintain your own ability to care for your energy, but to allow others to offer their strengths and their gifts along the way. Now, Ceres will re-enter Libra June 21st and then remain in Libra until the middle of September. And when Ceres returns to Libra on June 21st, there could be renewal energies here, a new sense of this is what I need in my healthy connections. This is how I'm available to support others, as well as how I seek out support in return. Libra always being about that reciprocity. And you could have some checking in experiences right now around where that support is not fully evident, but also be honest with yourself and how much you are offering any kind of support to others in return. This energy is not glamorous. It, in fact, is very simple. It's understated. It's the energy of don't do too much, just do what you need, and don't be excessive or exaggerate. And so there is a retraction with Ceres where you could look at, again, where you've been overgiving, overproviding, overdoing to the point of depleting your own energy. And this would be a retrograde phase to come back into what is essential for you. What is essential? What is needed? What new choices need to be made? What can you now decide that is for your best and highest good? And there's something too where there's a daily focus. There's a sense of I'm going to do this every day. It stabilizes me. It feels good. It's part of what I need. And I don't have to go overboard. I don't have to be wildly demonstrative or do too much. I'm just going to look at what my limits are and honor those. Now, I do have another video for you on YouTube talking about Ceres and how to find this energy in your natal chart because your natal Ceres is how you are energetically designed to work with these themes and what is coming up for you in this lifetime around working with separation, loss, or grief, as well as maintaining your own footing during those experiences. So please check out that video on YouTube. It's under my playlists called Asteroids, Goddesses, and Dwarf Planets, and that can help you understand more of these archetypal themes in your own chart. And then as I was talking about these themes in the show today, I was reminded of a book project uh, that we did about five or six years ago now. It was with 24 women sharing their own experiences of moving through big life transitions. Uh, It's called Modern Heroine Soul Stories, and it's a collection of stories around what women have moved through about loss, separation, grief, realizations, vulnerability, life changes, things that essentially change the core of her energy 
but then she rose back up to her own power. So these are basically archetypal stories that are based on the Persephone journey of how something unexpected grabs us and takes us into our own underworld and it brings up so much within us and how we navigate it, how we move through it, how we heal it. And so the book has four different sections about four different prominent themes, one being spiritual growth and awakenings, the other being owning her power, the third being health, healing, and well-being, and the fourth being relationships and soulmates. So I wanted to mention this book because the authors involved share really powerful personal stories that are so relatable, including understanding your soul's talents and gifts, working with energies to know your inner self, understanding more about family dynamics or going through divorce, losing friendships, losing your mother. There's a lot here, a lot of stories. So I just want to mention that because it's a really good book. It was an honor to work with all these women to publish this book. And it definitely relates to these Sarah's themes. So that's why I wanted to throw that out because I didn't realize the connection here until I started talking in this episode about how we are energetically designed to move through so many different phases of life. And along the way, we heal. We discover our own power. We understand more of what we're capable of and how we can be in our own sovereignty, even amongst these big cycles of change. So please check out that book if it calls to you. It's called Modern Heroine Soul Stories, and I'll put a link below this podcast episode if you're interested. So as always, thank you for joining me for this podcast episode. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new episode. And on Wednesday is where we talk about the weekly energies. So I look forward to connecting with you then. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where I have all of my current astrology programs, as well as my business development programs. For those of you who are entrepreneurs, you're stepping into your soul gifts, you're really ramping up your soul mission. And I truly hope I can support you in discovering new levels of success for yourself. So as always, thank you so much for joining me, wishing you a beautiful day ahead, and I'll see you back here soon.